Hello, this is Dr. Christopher Shade, and today we'll be mapping liposomal nutrients on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix Special Nutrition Therapy Series, where we're going to dive into the approaches, practices, dietary theories, and healing foods that have been used in the most successful practices across the globe and throughout history. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. The 15-Minute Matrix is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons, which highlight the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition, and that's the functional matrix. The functional nutrition matrix reminds us of three very important factors in our clinical care. Everything is connected, we are all unique, and all things matter. Be sure to head over to this episode's show notes at 15minutematrix.com if you'd like to see today's topic mapped on a downloadable matrix to remind you of these critical aspects of care. Today on the 15-Minute Matrix, I'll be speaking with Dr. Christopher Shade. Christopher Shade, PhD, founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific, continues to be the driving force of development and innovation. Dr. Shade's vast depth and breadth of knowledge, passion for healing, and intuitive understanding of chemistry and biology are reflected in Quicksilver Scientific's well-designed detoxification protocols, unique supplement delivery systems, and patented mercury tests. Dr. Shade has lectured and trained doctors in the U.S. and internationally. His current focus is on the development of cutting-edge lipid-based delivery systems for nutraceuticals such as liposomes and microemulsion systems to address the growing need of high-quality, affordable detoxification solutions. And I rarely align myself with one product or line of products, but you will learn in this podcast that I'm a fan of the Quicksilver products. Dr. Shade, welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. Happy to be here. Thank you. Well, I've been telling you before I hit record that I've been a fan of your work for some time now, and I love, love, love my Quicksilver nutrients, both personally and professionally. And I'm wondering if you can start us out by speaking more generally about nutrient or supplement delivery systems before we get into how liposomal and microemulsions differ. Yeah, sure. You know, there's so many things that we take now in our supplement world that have so much potential in them, and there's so much research done on them in animal models, some in human models. But a lot of the ones that are most powerful are called small molecule compounds, and these might be things like quercetin and resveratrol and curcumin. And while they have all of this potential, they're limited highly by their bioavailability. And even the pharmaceutical companies know this. And you know, a lot of these things, when you take them, you get only a few percent of the compound absorbed in, and it might take hours and hours to come in. And yet the things that we expect them to do are reliant on high amounts coming in in a short amount of time 
to hit different triggers, things like, you know, nuclear transcription factors that turn up certain gene sets. So in our dream of functional medicine and plant-based medicine, we should be able to turn on different pathways using these different compounds, but the reality is really limited by this thing called bioavailability. That's how much of the compound gets into the blood and how fast it gets in there. And is that bioavailability due to the concentration of the nutrient outside the body or, and or, I should say, two factors inside the body like our stomach acid or our unique rate of absorption? How's that bioavailability being impacted? Yeah, well, there's two things going on. One is how well do we absorb these things? Because a lot of these things that we're looking for, like vitamins we have transporters for and minerals we have transporters for, and a lot of these plant-based compounds, though, we don't. And so there's a passive absorption. So even if you put a lot in, it's got to dissolve and they're very insoluble. And then they've got to absorb through the GI layer and everybody's GI layer is so different. And some have that big, thick accumulation of gunk on them and some are leaky. And so there's a big variation. And one of the things when you do a good delivery system is you don't see a big variation in the blood levels. You get a good blood level and everybody in the study is pretty similar. Whereas using just these powders, the amount someone absorbs can be all over the place. Right. Yeah. And there's so much differentiation when we're looking at those studies for those powders that you're talking about as well. Like what size is the body? As you're saying, how well do they absorb? Are they male or female? What's the hormonal cascade? Do I understand it correctly that when we make the nutrient more bioavailable, that too is equalized? Yes, yes. And there's another thing I forgot to put in that, uh, that I meant to right away is we metabolize these things in the GI. You have a massive detox system in the GI. Plus then there's the first pass metabolism going from the GI to the liver. So often things like chrysin is known to be this aromatase inhibitor in cell culture studies. But when you take it as a capsule, you turn it into chrysinglucuronide and chrysinsulfate, which don't act as the aromatase inhibitor. So in the good delivery system, one, we're normalizing all this variability in different people's GI absorption, and we're getting the compound unmetabolized into the blood where it can do the kind of things that have been shown in the literature. Mm, okay, so let's talk about a good delivery system and how the liposomal delivery system is a good system. Right. You know, our industry has taken up the term liposome for a number of different things. It's actually a family of particles. So by particles, I mean they're tiny little spheres. They kind of look like cells, but they're much, much smaller, like a thousand times smaller than a cell. But They'll have a skin on the outside made of the same thing that your cell membranes are made out of, called phosphatidylcholine, a general group of phospholipids. Now, these particles, I said there's a bunch of particles in these families, and you can call them lipid nanoparticles if they're all below a certain size that's 100 nanometers. And then they're going to start varying. So some of them are a skin that's a lipid bilayer, just like your cell membrane, and it's entrapping a droplet of water. And we're going to use liposomes for water-soluble nutrients. That would be famously vitamin C, glutathione, B-complex. Now we're doing NAD precursors like NMN and NR, and that would be a liposome. 
But then if you're trying to put some of these other small molecules that are very insoluble, like quercetin, resveratrol, curcumin, berberine, these have to go into what's called a nanoemulsion. A nanoemulsion has a lipid center, so it has a monolayer of the phospholipids surrounding a droplet of oil. And then we tune the composition of the oil, maybe using different kinds of oils and especially using different terpene oils. Terpene oils are famous in the cannabis world, but what they are is essential oils. And so you find a blend of oils that has the right solubility to bring all of your nutrients into it in high concentrations, and then you wrap it in these phospholipid shells and you're gonna use something called shear or a homogenizer, a high pressure homogenizer. Once you make these crude spheres, they'll be very big and you're gonna break them down into these much smaller spheres called nanoparticles. So you've got liposomes, you've got nanoemulsions, and then you've got one other class called a self emulsifying delivery system. And this will be all the oily side of the product and the phospholipids and maybe another surfactant. And they'll all go together into either a soft gel or a two-piece capsule. And when it breaks down in your stomach, in the water of the stomach, they self-assemble into these nanoparticles and then absorb. So we like to say liposomal delivery, but there's at least three different classes and I could go even to, into more subclasses, but that's the basics. The water core, the oil core, and then the self-assembling oil base. It's kind of like this intersection between science and magic from my perspective. Oh, like <laughs> it is. Really where the magic comes in is how do you figure out which ones to put in there? Yes. And so, you know, it used to be liposomes were all like one-hit wonders, you know, like when you met me, you know, back at Ben Lynch's, you know, we had vitamin C alone, we had glutathione alone, we had C with lipoic and then gobble with L-theanine were our big like, ooh, we got more things in there. And then after that, we started layering together all kinds of stuff. We have a AMPK stimulator that puts you into ketogenesis really quickly. And we were able to stack together all these metabolic things, resveratrol, quercetin, berberine, dim, silymarin, cinnamon, all into one particle. So they're all together in the particle at the same time. And so these big complex formulas is where we've gotten to. And the beauty of that is if you take those all together in different capsules, they're all absorbing at different rates and hitting your cells at different rates. But now they come in all together and hit all at once. And the magic really is, which one of these are we really gonna blend together? And you have research on all kinds of different compounds you can put in there. But at one point, you know, you're left choosing what can go in there and your intuition or muscle testing or any of these sort of integrative instead of functional approaches are how you put that magic part into these particles. Mm, so much alchemy in there. It makes me think a lot about the people we often see in our functional medicine and functional nutrition practices. These are the people I call the big bigs. They have big health issues and they've made big efforts already, right? They're yes. not getting better. And they're often very, very sensitive to supplementation. We have to go one at a time. Yep. We can't put things in. Are you seeing or have you heard from the the many practitioners who are utilizing quicksilver nutrients about how they can bring in 
and address deficiencies at a different rate or in a different manner because of the delivery system. Totally. It's a speed thing. You get up to speed way faster. One, you're making changes way faster. But part of the hypersensitivities that people go through are GI-based. So this capsule goes in there, and then it breaks open. And right in the centimeters around where it breaks open, it has massive concentrations of these compounds. Whereas when we do this, it's spread out. It's in the oral cavity. It moves down to the GI cavity. It's spread out quite a bit. And so it's not creating those localized high areas. But then another thing that we've done is incorporate a lot of immune stabilization into it. So you look at something like quercetin and luteolin. Well, those are wonderful MPK activators, which is activating metabolism in the same way that fasting does. They're mitochondrial biogenesis factors, they're senolytics, all these beautiful things, NRF2 upregulators, but they're also mast cell stabilizers. And a lot of the sick of the sick have very jumpy mast cells. They jump into inflammation very quickly. You look at DIM. DIM we think of for detox and we think of it for estrogen, but it is a T-regulatory cell enhancer. So it's taking away from Th2, Th17, which are very allergic, very reactive paradigms for your immune system and switching you into Th1. And so we're helping calm down the immune system at that level and then bringing in things like CBD and GABA, which are calming you down at a neurological level so that you don't become too sympathetic dominant. They're keeping the glutamate receptors from being hyperactive. So that neurological reactivity But there are cannabinoid and GABA receptors on the immune system too, on the immune cells. So we're trying to damp down that reactivity, stabilize the mast cells, and that's part of that choice. Like I can do an NRF2 upregulator a couple of different ways, like sulforaphane. But sulforaphane is very irritating to the system. So we're going to try to get as much as we can from these compounds and be able to calm down and open everything up. And then that, you know, if you look at our detox system, this push-catch liver detox, all these things come in, open up cellular detox, and open up bile flow. This was a major thing. Calming down the immune system and coupling detox to bile flow because the bile transporters in the liver are also the toxin transporters. So if you can get all of these things to happen at one time, calm the system down while you dump toxins, move them out with the bile, and then come in a half hour later with that binder, it's charcoals and clays and metal binders and biotoxin binders, to pick all of that stuff up, it makes for a much more tolerable detox approach. And people are able to get up to the levels that they need much faster. Now we'll start them a little lower, but they can titrate up so much faster. And we really cut our teeth on this system in the autism world. I used to lecture at Autism One all the time, and they are the quintessence of the sensitive patient. And that's really where we figured out how to tie all these things together and be able to get very effective protocols with these very sensitive patients. Yeah, yeah. It really brings together the entirety of the matrix. We're really looking at how in the body everything is connected and how when we have to separate it and work one at a time because of how the body is responding, we're in a long cycle. (laughs) Yeah, it can take forever. And sometimes we don't even get there. And I know you have a passion about detoxification and that can be done wrong. 
so often because we're getting things into the system and not eliminating them properly. And so we're retoxing instead of detoxing. I'm wondering about timing of these things that's kind of baked into some of what you're talking about. Is there a timing in taking this form of a nutrient in terms of with food, without food, when we're taking it in the day? Do we need to worry about any of the emulsifiers or anything in there? Can you speak into that a bit? Yeah. I mean, generally, you're going to take all this stuff on an empty stomach. And so first thing in the morning, you'll take your liposomes, give them a little while to marinate in there before you eat, or else you just go on your way fasting. Some people, if you dump a whole lot of those in at once, have a sensitive GI to all that phospholipid and emulsifier, and they can get a little bit loose, and then they might have to spread things out a little bit. But also morning, your AMPK cycles are active, you've been fasting, and so these things for detoxification or metabolic all have a big AMPK activation part, so that morning fasted time is a good time to do that. So when we have people do these coupled detoxes or metabolic and detox, we like them to do a cycle fasted in the morning, you know, and wait a little bit before they eat, hopefully intermittent fast, because that's getting all these things lifestyle to happen at once, and then do it once again later in the afternoon, sort of, you know, if they've eaten lunch, you know, maybe two hours after lunch, so they have an empty stomach and before dinner happens. And then, of course, there's things for calming the system down, like CBDs and melatonins and GABAs, and you'll be taking those before bed. Now, another nice thing I like before bed, we just took our Ultra Binder into capsules, and you just throw a couple of those in before you go to bed and let them mop everything up while you're sleeping. Mm, interesting. And you can take that with your GABA? Well, yeah, I just give it a little bit of time, you know, maybe 15 minutes after the GABA and give it a nice long mouth hold. And that's the thing, you know, sometimes people have to take things even after they ate and then take smaller volumes and hold it longer. There is an intraoral absorption to the size of liposome. And, you know, some people want to be like, well, I'm taking these five products and dump them all in their mouth and think they're all absorbing it. So it's better in general to separate them and do each one at a time. But if you're taking, say, five pumps of something or six pumps of something and you've just eaten, maybe take two at a time, hold, swallow, take a little bit more, hold, swallow. So there's some you know, ways to break the rules, but in general, you want empty stomach. And can you talk a little bit about that hold, that mouth hold, and what we're doing there from a physiological level? Yeah, so these particles are small enough to diffuse through the mucus layer and then what's called paracellular absorption. They'll go through the cells that are lining your cheek and under your tongue, and they'll penetrate in and get to the capillaries and get right into the blood. So much so that after you spray, like the, we did this with B12, you spray it in your mouth and you hold it. In two minutes, we could already measure it in the blood. That's the intraoral absorption. And then what you swallow is going to hit the stomach lining. More is going to go in there and then on to the upper GI and more will absorb there. Beautiful. Dr. Shade, again, I am such a huge fan. If there was anything else you wish we all knew about this nutrient delivery that we didn't discuss, I'm sure there's a lot and you could talk about this topic for hours. But if there was <laughs> one thing that you wish we all knew in our practices, what would that be? 
People often avoid these high-end delivery systems because they're more expensive. And there's, unfortunately, we have this thing, like, especially amongst like naturopaths, where we're not really good at charging our <laughs> patients for the effect they're given. And so you're spending more on this, but you are getting possibilities that don't exist for many of these supplements in a regular form. And you're gonna get outcomes and results. So don't be afraid to use the products and to use the whole protocols and know that your patients, you know, where they want to go in their health journey, don't focus on this, like, well, are you willing to pay this for this? Focus on where they want to go and you getting them there and they are willing to pay the difference to get the difference. So beautifully said. I think this is the year of the why. I released the first podcast of the year with Dr. Terry Walls talking about mitochondria. And, you know, everybody wants her to talk about the nutrients, but really what she brought us back to was the patient why. And if we don't get there, then it's hard to bring in any protocol. No, it is. Once they understand the why and they understand where they want to get you want to get here, you want to get to optimum wellness, or you're sick and you want to get back into the world, you have to focus on these core elements and you have to do what you need to do to get them fixed and then you will get better. Dr. Shade, thank you again for your work and for joining us today and for really optimizing nutrient delivery. What a huge thing to have done for all of us. All right, I'm so happy to share that with you. The 15-Minute Matrix is hosted and produced by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. The podcast is edited and mixed by Brian Paik of Pacific Audio, and special thanks to Natalie Merrill, Alia Hale, Pamela Geismar, and Rowan Bradley for their support in making the 15-Minute Matrix possible. You can find episodes on all kinds of topics with more incredible guests at our podcast website, 15minutematrix.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to see the completed functional nutrition matrix that accompanies today's or any episode, be sure to head over to the podcast website. Again, that's 15minutematrix.com. We love when you share our episodes with your friends and colleagues, leave a review and rate the show. That helps us to grow our collective message that functional nutrition is the future of healthcare. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Functional Nutrition Alliance, and you can follow me at Andrea Nakayama. And if you or someone you know is interested in becoming a functional nutrition counselor, head over to fxnutrition.com to learn more about our Full Body Systems program. Full Body Systems is our 10-month immersion course where you'll learn the systems-based approach to addressing the root causes of your clients' issues through client education, diet, and lifestyle modification. Again, you can always learn more at fxnutrition.com.